Paul Welbane grew up in Wisconsin and studied art education in college. After getting his bachelor's degree, he headed to graduate school at Temple University's Tyler School of Art in Philadelphia, where he earned a master's of fine arts in metalsmithing. He had aspirations to teach metalsmithing at the college level, but jobs in his field were scarce. So he taught art to high school students in Philadelphia, then moved to a different school in Manhattan. I learned a whole lot about how people are wired by teaching. It's, it's kind of like a laboratory. I worked with a thousand different people of all ages, and you begin to see how people are wired. You begin to understand how much emotion drives things and what we all sort of carry around inside of us. So when all was said and done between college and, and high school and elementary, I had about 10 years of teaching in. And at that time, I was living in, in New Jersey, teaching in New York. And my grandfather was in his early 90s, and my dad was here and brother were here. So I thought, maybe it's time to come back and you know, just sort of see what's going on here. Here, for Paul Welbing, meant Franklin, Wisconsin, a suburb of Milwaukee, and the headquarters of Karma Laboratories. This is the tube room. This machine makes about 360 a minute of the tube. It's our newest of the tube filling machines. If you come here... You might not have heard of Karma Labs, but you're probably familiar with their flagship product, Carmex Lip Balm, the medicinal-smelling stuff in the jar with a yellow lid that's known for its tingling effect on the lips. Paul's grandfather, Alfred Welbing, came up with Carmex in 1937 as a cold sore treatment, and Karma Labs has sold more than one billion jars since then. Paul joined Karma Labs in 1992, and today he's president of the company. Find out how this former art teacher took on his family's moisturizing mantle on this episode of The Distance, a podcast about longevity in business. We are a production of Basecamp, the leading project management app for keeping everyone on the same page. Last week, another 5,062 companies signed up to run their projects with Basecamp, and you can try it free for 60 days at Basecamp.com slash The Distance. It soothes, it heals, it tingles. That's the Carmex slogan. Alfred Welbing, who worked as a cosmetics buyer in the 1920s, didn't set out to be a lip balm magnate. He was an inventor who liked coming up with different kinds of products to see if he could make a living from one of them. Carmex, which he made at his kitchen stovetop, was the one that took off. He made lighter fluid for cigarette lighters. He made silver polish. He made things to brighten your eyes. He made things for your feet. He made all sorts of things. And Carmex was one of them. And he just wanted to make enough money to support his family. And so he, um, he was building the business. He didn't ha- they didn't have telephones until the 1970s. He didn't want to be bothered with people calling him up. Alfred, who worked eight-hour days into his 90s, liked to do things the old-fashioned way. In the beginning, he made the lip balm himself, using a 12-quart pot and pouring it by hand into glass jars. The name Carmex was just a punchy, two-syllable combination of sounds that Alfred liked and thought would be easy to remember. He loaded up his car with the jars and sold them door-to-door at pharmacies. And for 51 years, Carmex in the jar was all the company made. It wasn't until 1988 that Karma Labs introduced a new form, a squeezable tube. And it was because Alfred believed in reading all the correspondence that came in from customers. One of the first things he stressed when I started working here is, remember at the end of every sale, there is an individual. There is a person who matters. So if somebody writes you a letter, you write them back. You owe them a response. So the letters were coming in. People were saying, um, you know, we like your product, but we'd like a different form because uh, sometimes women have long fingernails and they didn't like digging in the jar. 
sometimes people were skiing and they had mittens on, and it, on the lift they didn't want to you know, take the gloves off and stick the finger in the jar. So the answer at that time to them was to come up with a squeeze tube. It turns out that mail, good old-fashioned snail mail, would be a recurring motif in Karma Lab's history, especially as it relates to Paul's transition from his teaching career. When he arrived at the family business in 1992, there were about 30 people working at the company, and no one really had assigned roles. But Paul noticed what certain employees were good at, and he set about creating specialties. So what I did is I used the mail. I, I was assigning them jobs with them, realizing they were assigning jobs. I began to put all trucking bills on one person's desk and all the other bills on another person's desk and communication on another. And so I began to sort of informally uh, organize the office. Perhaps even more importantly, Paul started reading old correspondence to learn about the company, the product, and his grandfather's business philosophy. He started to understand what Carmex meant to people and the legacy he was stepping into. My grandfather really felt that a sense of stewardship over the business and customers. When I started working here, the first thing I did the first week is I pulled out these thousands of letters that he saved customers, and I read them. And that's where I learned what people are thinking about the products. And that uh, first, oh, it's great for uh, chap lips. Oh, it's great for cold sores. Oh, it's great as a cuticle cream. Why well, didn't you know what a cuticle cream was? Oh, it's great for dry feet. Okay. Walk down the beauty or personal care aisle at any drugstore these days, and you'll be overwhelmed by the number of lip balm options. Lip balm comes in all different flavors. It can be medicated or glossy or lightly tinted or contain sunscreen. You can get it in a twist-up stick or a tube or a little pot or lately, for some reason, in a big waxy sphere that you mush against your lips. In this large and crowded category, Karma Labs has kept its product lineup relatively simple. Remember, it took 50 years before it launched a squeeze tube. It took another decade to come out with a stick form and then another few years to introduce flavors. In 2008, the company launched its first significant new product in seven decades. It was called Moisture Plus, and it was a premium product aimed specifically at women. The Moisture Plus balms come in slim patterned tubes with slanted applicators, like a lipstick, and have a hint of gloss and vanilla flavor. But even with the fancier packaging and more complicated formulation, the signature Carmex tingling sensation is still there. I would say the core philosophy is my grandfather wanted to give people value. Up until about seven or eight years ago, we pre-priced everything. The price was printed right on the jar and the squeeze tube. And the reason he did that is he said, I want our customers to know what they should be paying for it. I don't want anybody marking it up higher than that. So the, the, the value, high quality uh, ingredients. There was never compromise on ingredients. Alfred's original formula relies on a few key components, camphor, menthol, and phenol. The camphor and menthol provide a cooling effect, which makes the lips tingle, while the phenol is a mild anesthetic. There's also lanolin, which comes from sheep wool and is valued for its moisturizing properties. For some people, these ingredients are irritants, which is why Carmex and other lip balms occasionally get dinged for being ineffective or even harmful. But Alfred Welbing found the combination to soothe cold sores and chap lips, and his basic recipe has stuck around. My name is Claudio Lenz, the Brazilian name, and uh, my, my title right now is a senior research associate. So I've been with Karma Labs for eight years. We're in the lab of Karma Labs, which also doubles as the company's quality department. It is a really unique formulation, mainly because it started in 1937, and it works. 
baseball player, I thought being a landman particularly important in the original formula, but right. probably the the, uh, the relationship between the canthophenol and menthol also, yeah. sort of anti-itch and uh, antibiotic. The tingling again is is our signature, and that's really kind of what we feel that is really great for you know for the consumer because they probably with the, a blind test they can say yeah this is Carmax. As a third-generation president of Karma Labs, Paul has helped the business mature and grow while staying true to his grandfather's vision. This process, which has unfolded over the last decade and continues today, involves launching new products and bringing in executives and advisors. Paul's even tried advertising, something his grandfather never did, aside from spending $10 on a vanity license plate that said Carmex. About oh, eight or nine years ago, a gentleman came to see us and he said, you need me. He's a salesman. And I said, well, no, actually we don't. He said, no, you need me. I said, no, really? We grow 8% a year without you know, a salesman. He said, well, that's interesting. But the category grew at 17% last year. So if you keep that trajectory, you're going to wind up being a minimal player. So we took a risk and, and we hired him. And that was the beginning of us becoming a, a, a modern business. What I mean by that is we were entrepreneurial for the first 70 years, which was, you know, I pay the bills, I pour the Carmex, I sweep the floors, and uh, you do everything yourself. And it was a real challenge for, the, for us, for the family, to for the first time invite an outsider to come and help you run the business, because you're, you're opening up your, essentially, your private business and your, your pocketbook to somebody you don't really know. The Karma Labs board consists of Paul, his brother Eric, and an executive named Bob Taylor, who is one of Paul's friends from Philadelphia. Paul likes to collect things like vintage motorcycles and self-playing musical instruments, and Bob used to own the company that made the rolls for Paul's self-playing pianos. It also turned out that Bob's family owned the company that made the metal caps for Carmex jars. He provides an outside perspective on the board, which in turn guides the company through decisions like what new product to tackle next. A few years ago, Karma Labs came out with a skincare line. We always want to make sure that we have value, quality, and delight customers. And that's what drives our, our innovation now. The question we ask is, is the Carmex product? Does it make sense? If you look around the room here, you see a bunch of antique motorcycles. And over half of them are original, unrestored bikes. And they often have leather seats and saddlebags. Some of the ingredients we use make great leather conditioners. Well, would somebody believe in a Carmex leather conditioner? No. And there have been missteps and hard lessons along the way, like when Karma Labs put flavor in its lip balm for the first time. We rushed it to market too fast, and the first cherry that we put out was frankly awful. It was a squeeze tube in the stick, and it was bitter, and the squeeze tube was even a little too thin because flavors are delivered in an oil. The product should have died, but because our customers trust us, it's one of those rare times where we got a ball again, or... So if you capture people's imaginations, they will give you permission to fix things. In a $1.59 lip balm, you know, we, we have a good product that delivers. Well, our customers gave us permission to fix it, and we did, and we got the flavor and the texture right, and, and it, it still is in our lineup. Over in the Karma Labs factory, which is down the street from where Paul's office is, different production lines handle the jar, tube, and stick. Each one has a slightly different formulation. Carmex in the tube is thin with a bit of mineral oil, so it can be squeezed out, 
while the stick has botanical wax that helps it hold its shape. Carmex in the jar starts as a hot liquid, then stiffens into its familiar balm texture as it cools on the line. In a different part of the facility, where the tubes are filled, an employee gives each one a gentle squeeze and weighs it on a small scale to make sure the amount is right. The tube used to be the best-selling form of Carmex, but the stick has recently taken over the top spot. You can see there's a lot of handwork in here. We could automate a lot of this, but my dad's class is if you automate everything and get rid of everybody, who's going to be left to buy the product? Bomb sales can be finicky. Karma Labs does more than 40% of its business in the last quarter of the year and another 25% in the first few weeks of the first quarter. It makes sense that cold weather is good for lip balm sales, but if it's so cold that people are staying home instead of going out to shop, business suffers. Years ago, during the busy season, Paul would get three to 10 letters a day. He doesn't get much snail mail anymore because customers have shifted to sending messages via the website. But he still reads the emails and answers them, just like his grandfather Alfred instructed him. I mean, my brother and I, we could sell this business, and we get offers at least once a month, kind of significant offers. And, and frankly, we could make enough money that we didn't have to work the rest of our life. But we have a sense of stewardship. It's, it's our family's business. It's part of our family identity. You'll see 150 people working around here, and there's a sense of stewardship over those jobs. Kind of a philosophy is if you know we can help people live their dreams by having good jobs, and so nobody else let us run the company like we do. The Distance is produced by Sean Hildner and me, Waylon Wong. This is actually the first of a two-parter about Paul Welbing and Karma Labs. We'll be back in two weeks with a story about a big project Paul is developing at the company warehouse. It's so interesting we thought it deserved its own episode. You'll find out what's behind this door. The best way to get the episode as soon as it's available is to subscribe to The Distance via iTunes or whatever podcast app you like to use. Check out some of our previous episodes by visiting thedistance.com. And we'd also love it if you could rate and review us on iTunes. The Distance is a production of Basecamp, the project management app for keeping everyone on the same page. Give Basecamp a try for your own projects at basecamp.com slash the distance.